Hello everyone. Good morning. Trust we are good. Trust our day started well and we had a great night rest. It's a wonderful start to the day. It's such a beautiful time to be a believer. It's such an opportunity to be able to bring God's word to us. I welcome you to Zoebad David today on the 1st of April 2021. So we are in a series that's the power to make wealth. And today I'll be speaking around the purpose of wealth. The purpose of wealth. Okay, can we pray? Our Father, we are grateful. Jesus, we thank you. We are grateful for all that you mean to us. We are grateful for all that you represent, all that you get to be to us at every point in time. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you do. We ask Jesus that today you came by the teaching of your word and by the manifestation of the ghost, you establish your word to heaven in the name of Jesus. That everyone is strengthened, everyone is edified by the teaching of God's word and by the supply of the Spirit. But that your word will be so simple that everybody will understand, yet so profound that Jesus is to change our lives. We thank you for it. We are grateful. Amen and amen. Amen. Okay, for text, our anchor scripture is Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, which says, But thou shalt remember that the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy father as it is this day. I'll take it again. But thou shalt remember that the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy father as it is today. So, for a little intro, can I run through some thoughts with you? Okay, just imagine this analogy with me. Okay, what if someone gives you 30,000 naira today? Like, this is 30,000 naira. Most probably you have something that you already want to do with money. Quote and quote. So for you, 30,000 naira is not that much for you to handle so in like a few hours or like in days 30,000 I would have already been spent doing something right okay but if someone gives you 2 million now 2 million looks like quote hmm, unquote so 2 million looks like money so maybe you have to put a little bit of structure around it that this is what I want to do, this is what I'll be doing, this is what I'll be doing, this is what I'll be doing. But I think for average most of us, two million we will be done with in in maybe weeks, maybe months. But two million will be done with, right? So what if someone gives you two fifty million? Wow. That sounds like money, right? What if someone gives you 250 million? What would you do with 250 million? Maybe you have an idea of what you would do with uh, 20,000. You have an idea with what you would do with 2 million. But what would you do with 50 million? And at that point, people begin to say things like, hmm, <laughs> let them first give it to me first. Let them give me the money first. I look at it and basically, you know, conversing with people, I discover that this is what people will tell you when they, when they say something like 50 million. They will first say, I want to buy a house. I will buy a car. I want to relax. I want to relax and be taken care of. And pay your tithe. Now, yeah, yeah, I believe we are believers. So we do that. The first 10% of our income, 
I don't really want to say I want to take care of my families. So that's like predominantly everything that most people think about doing with money. Like, can I run the thought with you? At getting the house, 50 M should do you. So 50 million, right? Buying a car, 10 M should do you, right? Yes, you want to relax and you're taking care of, you want to take a trip somewhere, just relax. You're talking about 50 million. And through, let's say shopping with your wife and all the other stuff. Then you are looking into maybe I want to hold a business. I want to own a business. Then you're talking about maybe 30 million into a business. Now, 30 million business is not a small business. Now, if you are tight 20 million, let's say I want to take care of my family. And my mother and my dad they tried for me, they really labored. I want them to just relax, maybe just take them out, buy them something, and all that stuff. We are talking 15, 20 million, right? So now, you discover that by the time you are done with all of that, you still have 100 million left untouched. Untouched. But the funny thing is that we ask people around and people say stuff like, you know, I'm trusting God for the over and beyond. I'm trusting God for the million flows. I'm trusting God for the billion flows. Billion flows. Billion flows. Literally, this is a person that doesn't even know what he, what he wants to do with the 50 million. Like you find someone that says that, you know, I'm trusting God for money for my business. And you ask him, if I give you 5 million today, what will you do with 5 million for your business? And the person literally doesn't have an idea. The person is just like, ah, 5 million. <laughs> 5 million to buy <laughs> 5 million. So, basically, one thing that that depicts to us is that people want money not because of what money can do so you find people that really want to be rich not because of what because they see riches as an end not a means to an end so you find people that in this conversation like i want to be rich i want to make money and at the back of that conversation is just this thing of insecurity that if i have money i will be going at anyhow I will do it as anyhow. I will be basically it's around the circle of not really because what money can do, but because of they just want to be rich because they see money as an end. No, for me, I look around the scriptures and I discover that every time God spoke about money, about giving money, about making people rich, what was the purpose of money in that picture? In the, in the text we read, Deuteronomy chapter eight verse eighteen says, "But thou shalt remember that the Lord thy God." For it is he that giveth the power to get to wealth. He did not stop there. He said that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy father as it is today. Meaning, every time you find God in a conversation of riches, in a conversation of wealth, it is, it only portrays a picture of wealth being a means to an end. Now, so God is seen in Daniel chapter 18 that the reason why we give you power to make wealth is so that I can establish a covenant which I have made unto your fathers. Right? Okay, now, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. Paul writing to Timothy said that, you know, that it is God that gives us all things to enjoy. Right? Meaning, when God is giving you all things, God is not giving you all things for all things sake. He's giving you all things for a purpose so that you can enjoy it. Right? Now, God gives us also for enjoyment. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 
Paul speaking, another common scripture that we know all know that for we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that he was rich, but for our sake he became poor, that we through his poverty might be made rich. We all know that but the context of that place was that Paul was writing that the reason why God is making all grace abound towards you is so that you might be able to help brothers that are in need. So in this conversation of money, this conversation of wealth, one thing that the Bible portrays to us very clearly is that God gives to an end. So the end might be that, okay, I'm planning on getting this particular thing. So therefore, God gives towards, God gives me towards that particular end. Because so many times, if we are not careful, in this of our approach of how we look for money, we, can, we tend to make money become a God. We tend to make money become an idol. Meaning that people now begin to want, they want money to be what God should be. And people now begin to, I have 5 million in my account, so therefore, I'm not afraid of the future. I have 10 million in my account, so therefore, I don't think about what will happen to my children. So I have money in my account, so therefore, I don't really need God for healing because I can afford medical expenses. I have this amount in my account. So therefore, I don't really need to pray because no matter what comes my way, I have money to afford it. So it is our quest for money. If we are not careful, we will make money what God is supposed to be. And I pray that you know, we will never make money what God is supposed to be to us. God is supposed to be the person that gives us joy for the future. The Bible says that Christ in me is the hope of glory. If there is any reason why you have a hope for tomorrow, it's not because of the money in your account, it's because there is God for you. If there is any reason why you look forward towards the future for what that your children will become, it's not because of the money you have deposited in the bank, but it's because of God that you know that God is for them. If any day you wake up and you are sure that the day will be better, it's not because of the money you left in your account yesterday. It's because you know that God is your ever-present help in time of trouble. If any day you need healing, you know so much rest that it is because of the medical analysis that you had, but because the Lord was striped so that you can be healed. And in that conversation, it rotates around us. And for everything that every time God gets to speak about wealth, God is saying to us that wealth is not an end of itself. It's a means to an end. And that's the purpose of money. That's the purpose of money. So trusting God for the million flows, God trusting God for 200 million is not what God cannot do. Trusting God for 250 million is not what God cannot do. But in so many times it is what really is the purpose of the money you want? What really is the purpose of the money you want? God can give you billions, He can give you hundreds of trillions. He has it enough to give it to you. He has enough to give it to you. But there is a purpose for wealth. And the purpose for wealth is that money and riches is supposed to be a means to an end. It's supposed to help you achieve a particular goal. It's supposed to be that I need this particular money so I can do this. I need this so I can do this. I need this so I, so I can do this. I want this so I can do this. And in that line, God always shows up and God will ever be present to help in that kind of situation. I hope this word blesses you. Look God pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the simplicity by which your word has gone forth. So Jesus, we ask that your word will strengthen your people, your word will edify us, and your word will comfort us in the name of the Lord Jesus. That with signs and wonders you will confirm these words with healing and miracles and diverse manifestation of the Holy Ghost, you will confirm these words. And Father, that we help us to focus on you and not lose focus. We thank you for it. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Wow. So I hope you enjoyed this. Sorry for bringing the podcast to you on Wednesdays. I'm looking forward to us making it being 
particular event in our days in our week that we can look forward to not just another sunday sermon but something that is applicable in our weeks so we are working around restructuring to empower living and i will encourage you and i will plead with you to bear with us for the moment so next week i'll be starting the teaching series i will announce it next week as we look forward to that so thank you for tuning in i'm Adipo Jibolaji. god bless you god bless you to have a fruitful day and a wonderful time doing all that you do the hands of the lord is upon you and you prosper in all that you do i love you big Thank you.